ישראל, Israel's Medical Cannabis Podcast. מתחילת נגורי נרקיס טסלר. Good morning and thank you for joining us. We're hosting uh, Clifton Flack today. Clifton Flack is a founder and CEO of Cytec, and uh, he's going to tell us this morning about really, really exciting um, research that he's been doing for the past three years, and it's about to come to the point of... Um, completing the patent and he wants to tell us and uh, we'd love for him to tell us about it. Good morning. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Pleasure to have you. Um, you know, we've spoken many times before about SciTech, but today we want to hear about your new innovation. Beforehand, can you tell us just a couple of words about SciTech? Um, sure. Um, so SciTech was formed about three years ago. Um, I saw a need, I, I felt there was a need for, um, I, I guess, medical cannabis quality um, CBD food supplements, if that kind of makes sense. Um, it's a very competitive market, both in America and in Europe. And three years ago, the CBD market was really beginning to surge and blossom in the UK, um, both from a consumer and a regulatory perspective. So I really saw there's an opportunity. Um, I actually, I, I live and work in Israel. I've been involved in the medical cannabis industry in Israel for about five or six years. Um, but really, the, the UK began to open up three years ago, and that was where Cytec was formed. Um, we launched our first CBD brand, Provacan, um, shortly after. Um, and thankfully, uh, very quickly, that became um, one of the leading UK brands. And um, I believe actually online, we might be one of the biggest or the biggest UK seller of CBD online. Um, and that was really our, our entry, our, our revised entry into the cannabis world. We always saw that there was a longer term, we'd like to go back to indication-specific formulations, um, patented formulations, IP, technology, the kind of things that you, know, you can really build a company on. Um, and that really is, is where we, we've gotten to now. Um, we've signed a partnership, a joint venture with the Hebrew University, Um, and we're researching together the potential for cannabis to treat non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Um, so this is, this is something that actually we, we began three years ago, um, and we did some initial studies. And six months ago, we, we took the decision say, to get into business and to, to set up a joint venture with the Hebrew University in Israel with Dr. Yossi Tam, who's our principal researcher on the study. Um, and we're very excited. We're very, very excited. Sounds very exciting as well and promising. Can you tell us why you decided to focus on this disease? Um, that's a very good question. Um, it really, a, a, a little bit of luck, to be honest. Um, I sat with Dr. Tam three years ago. He, he actually heads up the, um, the cannabis research division of the Hebrew U. So I actually I sat with him and, Three years ago to discuss you know, what potential research that we could get involved in as, as a company back then we were really looking to you know to how do we differentiate our CBD brands from the thousands that already exist um, and it, it was pretty obvious that I have the, the benefit that I'm in Israel surrounded by everything that goes on here with cannabis it was just an obvious an obvious you know, way to differentiate ourselves so we were looking for something exciting to put some money into to get involved with to attach ourselves to um, And when this non-alcoholic fatty liver disease concept was, was presented, it was, it was mind-blowing. You know, I'd, I'd never heard of it before, to be honest. NAFLD is the acronym. Um, but it's one of, these, one of these indications, one of these diseases, which is a forerunner or, um, or in something that comes out of 
uh, both obesity, um, many things to do with diabetes, anything to do with the liver, um, any kind of, you know, I guess, physical physical abuse you might put your body through can result in this fatty liver disease, and, and it can be deadly. I mean, the obesity in itself is deadly. So it was, just, it was just a very, very exciting study to get involved with. We thought it was very, very useful um, to try and, you know, for the world to, to uncover, is there a potential for cannabis to, to treat this? Um, but then because it, it leads on to things like diabetes and obesity, um, we know there's, there's massive potential for, for these markets in the world for, in, in healthcare. What is the potential? Can you tell us some numbers, share with us how many people suffering from this around the world? In America, there's, it's over 50%, uh, well over 50% of Americans are clinically obese. Um, I mean, the, the, the numbers get very sketchy because, you know, what's obese, what's clinically obese, what's morbidly obese? Is it even fair to call somebody obese anymore? Is it, there's so many, so many social factors that go into it, but it's a very real issue. Um, and we, we, know, we know that, that millions, millions of Americans die every year from obesity and obesity-related disease. From what I understood when we spoke before, I understand, you know, there's a lot of cannabis products out there that, uh, that are appetite suppressants and that type of uh, indications. But I understand that your patent actually this, uh, works in a very, very different way. Can you explain it to us? So, sure. So this is, this is why we're, we're so excited, uh, really excited. Um, yeah, I mean, look, if you, if you jump to Google and, and you search for, for cannabis and weight loss, then you'll find lots and lots of, of research and, and articles and opinions and anecdotal evidence that certain cannabinoids or certain strains or certain dosing can suppress appetite, which is very useful. Um, I believe there's nothing that's been you know, clinically proven. Um, what we have is something that's very, very different. We're not looking to suppress appetite. Um, what we have is a combination of cannabinoids um, that if administered in the right way, in the right ratio, and this is what we're testing right now, um, it doesn't suppress appetite, but it's, it's, a, it's a technology that, that creates change. Let me, let me explain. So in, the, in, the human, in every human cell, there's obviously a number of genes and enzymes. <clears throat> We've identified two genes in every human cell that influence whether fat is absorbed or not. And our formulation can influence whether fat is absorbed or not. That, that's, that's part one. That's, that's amazing. Part two, part two gets even more amazing because there's a further two uh, genes that we've identified in the cell that should the cell absorb the fat, if we fail on, on the first entry point and fat is absorbed, there's two more genes that influence whether the cell stores the fat and then you, you become obese or burns the fat as energy, which is the preferred, the preferred. So what we have is this two-pronged approach, same formulation, same administration, same dose, same ratio, that has two mechanisms. It can stop cells absorbing fat. And if it does absorb fat, we can prevent the cell from storing the fat. Um, and this is, this, is the, this is what we are, we believe, um, will end up as a breakthrough technology. Uh, we believe that it has the potential to be fast-tracked through to an FDA approval. Um, at this stage, we're, we're, in, we're in early studies. We, we're in a, a preclinical right now. Um, we have um, uh, 49 obese mice arrived during corona time into Jerusalem. Um, they're currently being, being administered with our formulation. Um, we believe and we hope they are losing weight. Um, and then come August, September, we should complete our patent application. 
um, and we'll be ready to, to move forward with our uh, pre-developed food supplements version of the, of the formula. And then obviously moving forward onto a phase one, phase two for the pharmaceutical pathway. So let's emphasize that for a minute because it's quite different. It's a different approach than we're usually accustomed to. You're beginning with a formula that you already have as a food supplement based on the same combination of cannabinoids. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Now this is, it, it's, it's not most straightforward, but yes, there is a, there is a root um, in, in part because the cannabinoids are non-psychoactive cannabinoids. So they're not controlled substances. Um, in part because of the dose and the ratio that we've identified, um, that we believe that we do have the ability to create a food supplement version. Um, this food supplement version, it, it, it may differ somewhat to the pharmaceutical, um, but we certainly can, can begin to gain um, you know, in-market data that can support the, the pharmaceutical data. Um, and indeed, we can fund the pharmaceutical pathway through the food supplement revenues. As well as, as well as investments, which you know we're always on the lookout for interesting partners or investors that want to join us on this on this journey to, to curing obesity. So let's focus on that for a moment because uh, we do have an audience that um, that could be interested in in being in taking part of what you're doing. So I understand um, there's two ways that our audience can take part uh, as of today. Um, can you walk us through that? Sure. Um, so that we're, we're fortunate enough, uh, yeah, because of Provacan, it was our, our flagship brand, that we've been able to, to self-fund these studies um, for fatty liver disease. Um, but look, it's, it's a long pathway and pharmaceutical is a very expensive pathway. Um, so we do appreciate that you know, not just, it's not just money, it's bringing in partners that have that pharmaceutical experience that can add that value. Um, you know, we don't have the arrogance that we believe that we know everything. We know some things and we know what we do well. And we like to partner with people that can that can help us along that way. So we're looking for, we're always on the lookout for, for smart investors, um, ideally from that pharmaceutical world um, that can bring that value. But we're also, because of the, the ideology of the company, which is to, you know, to build lean and to self-fund, um, we're looking for partners um, for distribution. Um, so that 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 methodology that we can create a food supplement to fund the research opens up those doors, and we know, and we're already speaking to some you know, very large players um, in America and beyond who are have been involved in in the weight loss and, and the diet pill world. Um, that's of interest to us um, as well for distribution, as is, as I say, the investment in the pharmaceutical pathway. When you will be ready to launch, and which market are you targeting? Um, initially, America. We've still got quite a bit of legal work to do to be sure what we can and cannot say and, and what we can and cannot sell. Uh, we believe that work is, is almost complete. Um, but the, the food supplement, we will launch it once we've finalized the international patents, which we which should be August. We're on, we're on target for August. Then Q4 this year, we will have a marketable food supplement. Clifton, in our previous call, you, you mentioned that you're already three years in this uh, work on, uh, on this research. Can you share with us the, the process? What do you have been through until now? Because it's taken quite long and there's many people trying to look for the uh, unique selling point in the, in the market. They need to understand what you need to get to this uh, point. Well, first off, maybe the, the, the three-year timeline is, might be a bit deceiving. 
Um, had we been a pharmaceutical company or, or had we been a medical cannabis company, we probably would have achieved three years in six months. That's in part because we would have raised a lot of money and spent a lot of money. Um, the three years that we've spent has been, you know, this is, I wouldn't call it a side project because it is very much the backbone of SciTech. It's to invest in research and to invest in Israeli innovation and Israeli technology. So that's the backbone of the company. The three years is really in, in, in some part down to focus. You know, we've spent a lot of time in the company with my team building our brands, building our market presence, and not always focusing on our research at the Hebrew U. Um, but the initial study that began three years ago, it was a it was also a, a preclinical or a pre-preclinical. Um, we tested um, a number of different cannabinoids in a range of different ratios. And that was all or mostly in, in test tubes in a lab. And that was that was the first day. That was to identify to work out you know, with with mice models, but in the you know, test tube mice models, which cannabinoids in which ratio would work best. And that, that was the first phase. Um, now, I say now we can move on to the second phase, which is in action now, which is on you know, live animals, on you know, obese mice. Um, and we can now take the, well, we, we've narrowed down to, to three ratios of cannabinoids. We believe we know which one is, is the most effective, but we're going to test all three. Um, and then we'll know exactly, exactly where we're saying. And then the real phase one will begin with a human study, we hope, towards the end of this year or start of next year. You are well located in UK, and I know that in UK they already started medical cannabis research. Uh, why you decided to deal it in, in Israel and not there? Um, well, look, I, I live in Israel, so I have that advantage. Um, and, I mean, you know, if, if, if you were to ask most people in the industry, where would you do some, you know, any cannabis research, still people would say Israel. And that's you know, because we've got the experience and the history, but we've also got, even outside cannabis, you know, we understand and we're very good at doing clinical studies at developing medical devices and formulations. This is what Israel is very good at, and we're just applying that to cannabis. Now, you're right, the UK is beginning, uh, and ultimately, you know, in years to come, one might look at, at the UK or even Canada and other countries as you know, maybe, maybe better countries to do research, certainly more expensive. Um, but look, from, from the experience that, that I have and, and that we're seeing in the UK is, yes, they are beginning medical cannabis research and trials and, and discussions are beginning. There's a handful of patients that are receiving cannabis, but still, as, as a nation, they are years behind, years behind both in the data um, and probably even more years behind in the, the psychological understanding of how to try and roll out and execute on a medical cannabis program. So really, it's right all the way. This has been so interesting. So I understand that um, in our audience, if the, if the audience wants to be involved, then they have basically two different ways to be involved. One would be a strategic partner or distributor for markets outside of, uh, of the UK. And I would assume outside of the US, because it sounds like you're pretty advanced in that stage. Um, and on the other hand, an investor who is um, who would like to take part in the in the pharmaceutical path that you're taking, and would like to take part of this really exciting uh, product as a drug, um, we will uh, leave your contact details in the description of this podcast. Is there anything else that uh, that you'd like to add? 
August, September is when we're expecting some big announcements with some data and with a, a product that we can show the world. But yes, in, in the meantime, as you said, we are looking for partners, distribution, investments, or really anybody that is interested in, in joining our, our train. You know, we, we're developing cannabis products you know, in Israel, launching in the UK, but for the world. And you know, there's a big world out there. There's a lot of work to do. Um, and we're looking for good partners. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lee Clifton. Thank you. Have a great week. And you.